Good morning. Our scripture today is Mark 12, 28 through 34. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked them, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one and there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And from then on, no one dared ask him any more questions. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning again. I am glad to be in worship with you. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be holy and pleasing to you. And on this day of Halloween, let us celebrate the nearness of your spirit with us above all else that this world tells us should be celebrated. In this we pray, your holy name, amen. Happy Halloween, by the way. Does everyone have their costumes ironed and pressed for tonight? Yes, ready to go. You have your candy. No toothbrushes if there's any dentists in the room. Mm -mm, you know what happens. Tricks come out after that. Halloween is an interesting year. Uh, I, I like to learn about histories of things and, and to learn that the, the derivative of what we have here is Halloween comes from the Celtic tradition All Hallows Eve, which is also celebrated today. In All Hallows' Eve, uh, they understand uh, a different relationship with the physical and spiritual world than other cultures. We have a similar, but, but theirs kind of goes like this. They understand that there's a physical world and there's a spiritual world. And there's typically a large divide between the two. You can't necessarily cross over willingly from one side to the other, and the spiritual world can't do the same thing for us. Except on All Hallows' Eve, all Hallows' Eve, for them, is considered a, a thin place. A thin place. Interesting language. This thin place on All Hallows' Eve, the one day in the year in which the worlds of physical and spiritual get closer together, that wall division between them gets a little bit thinner. And it seems as though you can reach over from one side or the next. There's plenty of movies and TV shows that are probably abounding on Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff right now that you can watch that that play on this relationship between the physical and the spiritual world. It's kind of similar to um, the Dia de los Muertos for the Mexican community. Dia de los Muertos is a day that they celebrate the, uh, the closeness of being with their ancestors that have gone on before. 
Now, and I really like the, the vivid imagery that comes up in the movie Coco. Have you guys seen that one? It's a Disney Pixar movie, Coco. It's adorable. It's set with Dia de los Muertos, so this time of the year for the Mexican culture. And this little boy is trying to find a long-lost relationship. And he ends up crossing over into the spiritual world. And we often think of that in the movies that we see, that it's scary, dark, gloomy. But in the vivid imagery of Coco, they actually have this bridge that goes from the physical to the spiritual world that's made with rose petals and flower petals of all sorts. Very colorful and vivid imagery. It's bright and wonderful. I like that because it, it connects us a little bit better, more nicely with the spiritual world. Now, all that aside, we have our own tradition here. When I say our tradition, I mean a Christian tradition. And the Christian tradition, which is celebrated tomorrow, is All Saints Day. All Saints Day. And we can replace some of the language between physical and spiritual with earth and kingdom to match up with our scripture today. So we have the earth realm and the kingdom realm, the earth and the heaven, if you will. And in this day, All Saints Day, this is a time for us to pause and reflect on the saints that have lived their life before us and have gone on to live with our Heavenly Father. Maybe too soon, maybe at the ripe old age, but in either case, we celebrate and lift up and, and pray thank you to God for their life, their life lived with us, their life that continues to share with us. And I like to think of this for All Saints Day even thinner than Halloween or All Hallows Eve or Dia de los Muertos. I, I think we're a little bit closer because while we celebrate on All Saints Day and, and next week we'll have a special service at 11 o'clock to name names of those that have passed on before us, we have uh, in our tradition really a closer relationship we don't have to wait until All Saints Day to celebrate and lift up and pray thank you for those lives that have gone on before. Our relationship with that world is actually even more thin. It's more thin than that. And as we celebrate those, I, I think you can maybe connect with that. As we think about those saints and what they have meant to us and how their lives are still affecting us today. They still sit with us, the memories, the actions that they had. I think of my grandmother. My grandmother is certainly one of the saints in my life. She passed away when I was five, so I didn't spend much time with her as far as the world is concerned, but I spent a lot of time with her. And in those times, I remember vividly, even till today, the love that she shared with me, of getting down on the floor and playing with me, even though she was older and it was harder to get back up of making apple pies, and as she did, every peel that came off the apple she handed down to me, hovering right below her. I remember the, the love of hugs and kisses that she shared with me. I remember her. She is, she is my saint, absolutely. And I hold on to her memory so strongly. I do, because her life has been so important to me as I have journeyed and tried to share what I have learned from her with others. All Saints Day. I, I love this. I love All Saints Day for these reasons. And, and to think that the real beauty behind this is that those lives actually, as we connect with them and share with them and, and think about them in our lives, they not only remind us of that person and that love, but they 
but they bring us closer even still to the kingdom. Did you know that? Those relationships absolutely do wonders each and every day in our lives to bring us closer and closer to that kingdom relationship that we here are searching and longing for. It's wonderful to think about that in that way, that they bring us closer to the kingdom. I wonder what you remember of the saints in your past. I wonder what you remember as the influences that they left with you. The warmth and the love, the hands shared, the hugs given. I wonder also what this scribe remembers as he is sitting and asking these big questions to Jesus. You see, in the midst of an argument that's happening, we have the Pharisees that are questioning Jesus, and and you can tell from their line of questioning that they're trying to do that thing that they're always trying to do, which is catch Jesus off guard, to make Jesus say something against the law so that they could bring him to justice as they thought. But this scribe comes along, and he hears the arguing, and as scribes are wont to do, they, of course, will write to that argument. And yet in this question, what is the greatest command of all? And then in his response afterwards of delight in Jesus' answer, I wonder how much he was questioning Jesus to actually catch Jesus off guard. I wonder if maybe he was really earnestly and honestly searching for an answer to this thing that troubled him. As he is trying to proclaim the law to others, as he is trying to teach others what this right way of living in the Jewish community is, scribing out all of the letters of the law, I wonder if there was another saint that was tugging on his heartstrings asking him and showing him in the life that they lived before what it really looks like to follow God, to love God with your whole self. And so he comes to Jesus with this question, what is the greatest command of all? I hear in that question, I hear in that not just a curiosity, but also a little bit of of self-doubt, a little bit of self-doubt. He wonders if he's been teaching the right thing all of these years, He wonders if all of these letters that he has given to others, if it doesn't quite match up with that saint that affected him so much in his life, then then really is he doing all the good that he can? So he hears a little bit of self-doubt, and maybe that's a place that gets even more dangerous for us, where we sit in our own self-doubt. Not self-doubt, that wondering if you're doing the right thing, that, that really, that dangerous place, it can pull you away from, farther from the kingdom, can't it? So we ask this question, what is the greatest command of all? And Jesus answers him, and of course, the only way that Jesus can, by lifting up the greatest command of all. And he doesn't just lift up one, but he lifts up two. He puts them together as though they're inextricably tied, that they have to stay together. Of course, it's to love your God with all of your hearts and soul and mind and strength. And the second is like it to love your neighbor as yourself. In this response, he replies to the scribe, and we find that the scribe is absolutely delighted and lifts up this wonderful repetition of it. Yes, you're right in these things, to love your God with all of your heart and soul and mind and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. And so we get it here. What is the greatest commandment of all? Well, it's these things. But let's break them apart just a little bit because I want to tease them out so that we can fully understand what it looks like. It is black and white or red and white if your Bibles show that. Uh, But in these words of Jesus, 
I think we can break them down into three parts. Two questions, but three parts. Curious enough? Let's look. The first one is this. Of course, to love your God with all of yourself. And this is a big one, and we've talked about this, and we've taught it, and if you've heard a preacher, really at any given five groups of sermons, you've probably heard this, that Jesus wants your all. Everything that you have, everything that you can give, every little piece of you, Jesus wants every bit. Your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, what else is there after these things? And this is expounded upon from the Deuteronomy text. The Deuteronomy doesn't even have mind there. Now, of course, in the Jewish culture, they understood that mind was a part of the heart, but the Greeks separated them out. So Jesus made sure to talk to all the people in the room at this point to say, your whole self heart, soul, mind, and strength, everything about you, I want to love your God with all of yourself. Easy enough? (laughs) And the next one is this, to love your neighbor. This one, of course, you've heard us talk about, and in particular, I I talk about this one a lot. Loving your neighbor is so important. In fact, oftentimes it comes down to the way in which we love God looks like how we love our neighbor, right? You remember Jesus talking in other places that say, when you serve the least of these, when you love the least of these, that's when you loved me. And so we see this activity of loving your neighbor. This is our active goal. This is our our action work that we have each week. This is our thing that we do as church, to love our neighbor, to go out and provide services and to be with other people, to lift other people up. This is the way in which we act out the first parts And we don't do it just to get the first part. We do it also simply just to love our neighbors, right? And so you've heard these two. But I wonder about the last one. And if you've been in my Bible study for the last couple of weeks, uh, we've talked about this one. And it might be even one of the more difficult ones because the last one is this, to love yourself. Now, it seems like that would go together, right? To love your neighbor as yourself, sure, but... But if you really think about it and spend some time with that, to love yourself, well, that's a part of this command. That's a part of this work that we're called to do. And I say this, and I'm particular about it as I break it apart this way, because not all of us love ourselves. In fact, some of us who love others so well have even the hardest time loving ourselves. This is something that we are called to do by Jesus, to love ourselves. And so if you fall in this category of someone who finds it hard to love yourself, and maybe that's throughout a large portion of your life, or even just in moments that come up where it's hard to love yourself, I I want you to know that, that this is something that Jesus is calling you to spend time and to work on, to spend time and to think about ways in which you can love yourself, to take care of yourself, to know that you are worthy of being loved because Jesus has said so. Jesus has said so. So we've broken it apart into these three pieces, to love God, to love others, and to love yourself. We've really expanded upon this. We've done some work here. And I hope that you find something in this, a challenge to you in this week as we go out and live out this command. But this command is not simply in and of itself, but actually there's a funny little thing that happens here, and if you read through and go right on to the next passages after this scripture, you might glance right over it. 
Because we see here this scribe after having this moment where Jesus lifts up these wonderful commands to him, this scribe delights and says, yes, Jesus, you are right. Now, I don't hear that so much as you are right, as in you got it right, I had the answer all along and I tricked you, but you got it. No, 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 it's this scribe finally understanding in this moment that that saint that had loved him so much before and influenced his life, finally he understood that these commands that stand above all, he felt that within him, but Jesus finally saying it out loud made it so real. And so he said, yes, Jesus, I'm with you, I understand, I believe you, that you are the Messiah and you say this is true, I I can't help but just know it and teach it and I want to share it with everyone. He's delighted, excited, elated that Jesus would say finally what he was thinking and holding on to. And in a moment right after this, Jesus offers something that's so profound. These words that Jesus says simply to this scribe, You are not far from the kingdom. Whoa. You stop and think about that just for a moment and realize, well, hold on, I didn't know Jesus was offering those words. Because that seems like something so amazing, doesn't it, to get those words from Jesus that you are not far from the kingdom? Well, hold on a second. This life that I've lived where I've had this self-doubt, wondering if I'm doing the right thing, living the right way, how do I really know that I'm moving in the right direction that God has called me to? I want a moment like this where Jesus comes to me and says, you are not, not far from the kingdom. That sounds amazing to me. And that's part of the goal that we have here is we're practicing these commands in the world to move closer and closer to the kingdom. We don't have to wait for a particular day during the year, but those thin places that we find them in life as we meet others, as we journey and find God working in wonderful ways, those are places we can sit and be close to God, but but we can make those happen. We can work to show those with others. We can work to experience that on a daily basis if we are practicing these things of loving God, loving others, and loving ourselves. As difficult as they may be, they are wonderful and amazing and and things in which you are called and equipped to do, to love God, to love others, and to love yourself. And those things we find that that realm between earth and kingdom become thinner and thinner where you get closer and closer to this kingdom. Isn't that a beautiful picture, a beautiful blessing, a beautiful promise that you have in this scripture for Jesus to come to you and say you are not far from the kingdom. Wow. Amazing. And I want to see that for all of you. I want to see that for each one of you. And as we are here in celebration of All Saints Day, and again next week, we've got a powerful moment to begin practicing that. In the ways in which we remember the saints that have gone on before us, we often lift up, first and foremost, the ways in which they did love God, ways in which they did love others. And here's the good one for you that are are worried about loving yourself. You remember that person that has gone on before you. One of the things I'm sure that you remember is how much they loved you. How much they loved you. And I want you to remember that, to feel that and to know that and to know that that comes not only from that person who loved you well, but that comes from Jesus as well, who has claimed you to be worthy of that love. In these practices, these saints bring us closer and closer to the kingdom as we remember them and lift them up in prayer 
praise God for their life, asking not only for us to be half as good as them, but to be even better as God is calling us to move forward. So in this moment, I invite you with just a few moments, if you would like, if you feel called, to come forward and to light a candle in memory of someone that has passed on before us. For me, you don't have to say it out loud, but I will light one for my grandmother. As Clay plays, you're invited to come forth remembering those saints that have gone on before us and their life effective still with us today. So come forward. <laughs>